Hello and welcome to the show both feared and revered by Man and Beast, the Helios blog. Today, Andrew Tate dismantles the woke agenda one video at a time. Here we go. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. I've genuinely been amazed by the reaction I've had in the streets. Not just here, but I went to Qatar for the World Cup, had the same thing there. A lot of people coming up about Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously, but also a lot of people coming up about you. And they were almost exclusively men, young men, who genuinely see you as a role model, as somebody who inspires them. Well, he does have some good things to say, right? Otherwise, you can't become an influential person just saying evil things, you know? Somebody they want to be like. So it made me think, the first interview you had was quite combative, the second time, uh, a shorter interview, less so. I want to try and work out, in this one, who you are, because it struck me as... Narcissist, obviously. Extraordinary that Google this week revealed some stats for the year. The number one person whose name followed people Google searching who is, in 2022, was Andrew Tate. Yeah, that's quite remarkable. I think there's a whole swath of the population, especially young men, that feel disenfranchised. They feel disenfranchised with the media machine and the things they're supposed to believe. They don't feel... Yup. Welcome to womanist, wokeist, Marxist, cultural, brainwashing, like, just... A torrent of ridiculous crap going on in 2024. An affinity with the educational systems or the culture. And they look at a person like me who stands up and says the things that many young men think. I haven't put a magic spell on the world. The fact that people like what I say means that they agree with me deep inside. They may be afraid to say it themselves. Right. Again, when you have uh, FU money, as they say, it's a little bit easier. But I am seen as a bastion of free speech and a bastion, bastion for masculinity as a whole because a lot of men are largely forgotten about. Do you think you're a force for good or are you a force in evolution where perhaps you've done and said stuff you shouldn't have done? And as you get older, perhaps as you get bigger, more followed around the world, you sense a responsibility perhaps you didn't have early on. Well, we all evolve. Every human evolves day by day. You wouldn't be human if you didn't evolve. That's not true. It's... An- Technically, the word evolve is not correct, but anyway. On an hour-by-hour basis, but I do not think I'm a force for good. I absolutely not really know I'm a force for good because I'm a force for truth. And truth is a good thing. Without truth, we're going to end up in absolute tyranny and slavery, and we're already... Yep, truth is most beautiful undraped, as they say. ...already on our way there. I feel like we're starting to combat it. My cancellation was the beginning of a change in public consciousness. Elon having Twitter is another beginning of the change in public consciousness. And anybody who stands up and speaks what they truly believe, even if it's something I don't personally agree with, I think that truth is absolutely important. And people's personal truths and people's personal opinions, even on differing sides of the same opinion, should be heard. Tell me about... That's right. And and that's the problem. The problem is when you get silenced for not having the correct speech, that's the problem. That's It's called the wrong think, right? A la 1984. About your life, you were... Born to uh, a mixed race uh, couple. Your yeah. father was an African American, a chess player. Yeah. Uh, and your mother, she was from this country. Correct. Yeah. So my father was was black, 
chess player. He was in the Air Force. He met my mother here in England. And then I was raised initially in the United States. And then I moved to, to Luton, England when I was younger. So I've moved around a lot. I've lived an eclectic life in many different scenarios. We've moved around. I've done a lot of different things, lived a lot of different experiences. And uh, what I'm nationality are you? I mean, what do you identify as? I consider myself British now, but I will say that part of me, the patriotic Britain side of me, is devastated by the state of the UK currently. And I want to make that very clear. The patriotic Britain me truly loves this country. And seeing what's happening to it, especially to our major cities, is almost heartbreaking to watch. Indeed. Um, it's terrible tragedy. I mean, the West in general, right? It's just so clearly in decline, right? Prices going up, people more miserable than ever before, people more brainwashed than ever before, just craziness. And the entitlement is absurd, right? Like, it's, again, just watch Kevin Samuels' show for an example of what I'm what I'm describing. Like, again, having the channel that I have, I've seen so many of these videos, right? You start to see some patterns, and it's absurd, right? Like, the the level of entitlement is is nuts, right? And again, disenfranchisement of men, right? Ultimately. And not only this, cluelessness, right? Just cultural cluelessness, not understanding, like, what is the real role of, of men and women? What is it supposed to be, right? The, we don't have that anymore, right? In, in the West, anyway. And so, again, I, I've already told this, this theory before, but I, I, believe, I believe this is the case. The brainwashed women of the West, they're, they're doomed to not reproduce, right? And so you have to shore up the population with immigrants. And so the men of the West that can't find a Western girl because they're a disaster are going to have children with the imported girls, right? And and what's the point of this? The point of this is the next generation gets brainwashed. Effectively, they've created a class of useful idiots that they can tax, which is the the women that believe this womanist, wokest crap, right? It, it's all for the sake of money. Right, you increase your country's GDP, but decline the birth rate, and have to import people to shore it up. In real time, in what uh, way? It's falling apart. This is a failed society. By every metric you can possibly measure, it is absolutely and utterly failing. The cost of living crisis, the crime rates, everything is falling apart. If you compare it to a country like the United Arab Emirates, you compare it to a city like Dubai, London, which should be the greatest city on earth, is failing in absolutely every metric because our leadership is a joke. If you look at Dubai and the UAE, the leadership there is so flawless. So genuinely genius. They saw ahead and have built almost a utopia. And then you look at London, you can't even walk around with a watch on. It's disgusting. You know, it's very interesting. I was in Qatar. Disaster. For the World Cup. Obviously, a lot of people in England taking a very censorious moral view about the World Cup being in the Middle East at all because of... So, like, again, just think about how all of these empires have gotten their wealth, right? It's not like... Uh, the British Empire, for example, was all was all uh, rainbows and butterflies to to become the sun that never sets. Like, so it's utterly ridiculous that that these um you know these British people would be incensed. Oh, you know, exploitation of workers. Okay, come on, really? Like, think about historically what the British did. Like, it's a joke, right? Like, and 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 so on. Oh, they are reliant on oil, and without oil, they'd be nothing. Okay, but what would the British be without their ships of the line? You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's nuts, this idea to me, that 
just because they're from a certain area, we need to boycott them or whatever. Like, they're doing better than you economically, and, and there's a reason why. It's because you're a freaking disaster. Of their laws against homosexuality, because of their treatment of migrant workers. I've got to say, not that I don't share the concerns about those things. Of course I do. But I found a lot of the virtue signalling. And I think that's what it was in many cases. Indeed. Virtue signaling empire. British virtue signaling empire. Sorry, it's no longer the British Empire. It's not even really the United Kingdom. They're even failing to hold on to what? Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, and so on. Even they're about to secede. So like, what empire? What Great Britain? Small Britain now. About the whole region. Actually quite distasteful. Because when I was... I agree. In Qatar, A, I thought the World Cup was fantastically well run, incredibly good experience. But a lot of Qataris were saying to me, you know, there's this weird quaint feeling back in your country that we all want to aspire to behave like that. (laughs) Exactly. And of course they don't. I mean, they had one of the world's greatest empires, historically speaking, right? The Arabian Empire was no joke, right? So... Again, it's the wheel of time, right? Civilizations rise and fall. That's that's the history of the world. So, big surprise, the West is in its decline, so somebody's going to come up, right? Vitalist assisted use and recommendation come only in the purview of a diagnosed case of EDED or erectile dysfunction diagnosis, and thereafter, the recommendation of Vitalista 60 pills is only under the authority of a doctor. Vitalista 60 mg as such has a single medicinal compound as its compositional element, which is Tadalafil. This generic element works out a way for the males to get an erection through the increasing blood flow process, which takes place under the effects of vasodilation. That we all want to live in a country with massive drug problems, with massive knife crime issues, with scenes like the European Championships final, where it's complete lawlessness going on, um, where... Stuff like the NHS, the system of healthcare is basically collapsing, where the education system is dropping behind, so on and so on and so on. It's a really interesting... Why would anyone aspire to that? What they might aspire to is the British Empire, the great British Empire before, you know, the First World War. That's something different. That's one of the greatest empires to ever exist on Earth, right? But that's different than this garbage going on now, which is effectively just a remnant of the the repercussions, as it were, of the Second World War, right? It's, you know, lots of death and the birth control pill and, and lack of, you know, golden age followed by a collapse, right? Although I would argue that there was no golden age. The, the British Empire was the golden age of Great Britain and great in the truest sense of the word. Um. Now it's merely a shadow of its former self. It's like uh, going to, you know, how would I best describe it? Imagine going to the ruins of, like, the Mayan Empire, right? And and, uh, you're there, but you're there 500 years later. You can clearly see how great it used to be, but right now it's a crap hole. That's, that's That's what it seems like to me. Interesting perspective. They were like... I know you all think that we want to have your form of democracy and your form of life, 
But actually, we're fine, thanks. Absolutely, because it's a failed society and it's godless. I think it's disgusting. We leave our old people to rot in old people's homes. And then we sit there and say we don't have enough money for nurses. I understand this nurse strike very well and how frustrating it can be if you walk into a hospital and the nurse is not prepared to work. But the nurses would be prepared to work at the current wage if they believed this country was spending its money prudently. When you see this country spending its money and just absolutely wasting it, pulling out of thin air to fund proxy wars, God knows where that has nothing to do with them. Of course. Well, not only that, right? Pulling money to support the womanist, wokeist, new neo-religion, right? Which is a farce, right? It's not a... I mean, one could argue no religion is really real. They're manipulating God to their own ends. But this isn't even that. This is like the most terrible parts of like communism. Um, <laughs> and that's your religion. Like what? It's insane. Everyone's equal, comrade. And if you don't, if you don't agree, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna do some bad things to you. You're gonna disappear. You know, we're going to take the bread out of your mouth. Oh, by the way, that we're now taxing more and more and more and more because we don't really want a middle class because you guys, are you're, you're just complaining a bit too much. You know, you're, you want a, a bit too many rights and we don't, we don't want that. We want, you just sit in your corner and shut up and we'll just do our thing. Raise the next generation to be idiots, useful idiots. You know, just thinking whatever TikTok or YouTube shorts or Instagram reels or whatever tells them to think. And Bob's your uncle. We're the last generation of intellectuals in the West. It's going to be the East now. The rise of the East. The, the Middle Kingdom. The land of the rising sun. Actually, the land of the rising sun is now setting as well. Uh, because of population decline, and actually a similar issue with the West. Ironically, they got in bed with the West and died just like them. It's kind of sad, really, when you think about it. So so where is the hope? China and Islam? Like, it's it's nuts, right? But again, bad decisions lead to bad consequences, right? You You can't just do whatever you want, you know? <laughs> you can't just treat men like useful... Like, I can't say the word because I'll, I'll get demonetized, but useful are words and just expect everything to go fine. Tra- train your girls to be like guys and, and, and make the guys idiots. What could go wrong? Of course, as a nurse, you're going to stand up and say, well, can't I get a pay rise? This country has failed on every metric. And especially our major cities. I, I've just come to London now. I made it very clear to my private jet pilot. I said, fuel the jet and leave it running. Because the second I'm finished talking to peers, I'm leaving this cesspit. It's disgusting. This country and London as a whole 10 years ago was one of the most hospitable cities on earth. Now you cannot walk around safely with a watch on. And you're a full-grown man. You're a full-grown adult. When's the last time there's been a serious problem in your life that you completely ignored and it fixed itself? Never, ever. What are any, <laughs> Never, ever. any of our politicians doing to fix any of the problems we're well, generally Well, I saw today that Sadiq Khan is planning to run again for the third term of office as mayor. All I can say is I just, everyone I know who's had any experience of crime at any level in London in the last few years has had a bad experience of, it, of the way it's been handled. You know, I mean, I can give an example. I can reveal this now. I've talked for 18 months. I've got a specific death threat on one of my son's Instagram pages in public, a a, a public comment. 
And it was very specific about what this person was going to do. Yeah. I couldn't use the police to evade him. We, we know where you live. We're going to come and kill you. And then a second one, threatening uh, my son and his mo- mother, my ex-wife. Uh, yeah, so living in a great country. I called in the police. I thought, I'm not having them putting death threats on my son. Sure. I called the police. Police investigated this. They arrested somebody over a year ago. And then I heard from the police this week that despite 18 months of investigation, of a publicly posted comment on Instagram threatening to kill me uh, on my son's Instagram, that they uh, will not be able to pursue the case. Now, (laughs) Well, you know why? He's a white male. So who cares? He's expendable, right? Imagine, I'm high profile. (laughs) This was a front page of the Sun newspaper. If that's disaster. Same man called a transgender person the wrong pronouns, he would be in trouble. Right. So doesn't it just show how absolutely asinine and banal our legal system has become? That would never happen in a country like United Arab Emirates, the place I'm now residing in Dubai, where the leadership has common sense. And I'm saying that all the leadership structures, doesn't matter if it's labor or conservative, across all of it in this nation have completely Mm -hmm. and utterly failed. Sadiq Khan is a loser. Because when you have a city which is losing, which, which London is, is losing in all, very, in all metrics across its competitive cities around the world, mm. and you're in charge of it, by extension, you're a loser. I will t- Indeed. It's a failure of leadership. It's a failure of, yeah. And, and why is he the leader? He's the leader because what? Because virtue signaling? Oh, we don't have a British guy. We have a different guy. Look at how great we are. Look at how, you know, look at how woke we are. Look at how equal we are. Look at how... Let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Meanwhile, the rats are running through the streets and the garbage is piling up and the people are shanking each other and so on. Disaster. I'll tell you right now, instead of virtue signaling and giving Qatar a hard time over their religious beliefs, what we should be doing is a treaty with Qatar to build a prison deep in the desert. Give me, make me mayor of London. We'll make a prison deep in the desert. And if you're caught with a knife or robbing someone, you can go do 25 years with one meal a day in the, in the scorching sun. And then what we'll do is we'll put cameras there and we'll interview you once a week and broadcast that out to the nation and see if you change your mind and make people understand that this is a country that should be respected and our laws should be respected. Instead, what happens? What has Sadiq or any of the people in charge of this country actually done to fix any of our issues besides sit around and talk? Nothing. None of them have done anything, but they seem ultra concerned with finding money for proxy wars, ultra concerned with rainbow flags in another country that is uninterested in them. And they're- That's it. That's, that's what it is. We got a virtue signal as much as possible. Never solve any problems. Just let everything go to, go to crap and just, just let it rot. And we'll get paid for it. Disaster. Priorities are completely messed up. Of course the ambulance people are. Of course the ambulance drivers are striking. Of course the nurses are striking. Nobody cares about the most important things in this nation. It's a failing country in real time, and that's why I've left. What about the specific allegation? By the way, I don't disagree with a lot of that um, because I do think this country is in big trouble. And I do think that one of the problems is people think if they do have a crime against them, nobody cares anymore. I know, I know nobody cares. I, can, I have specific examples and people who I know personally. Absolutely and utterly nobody cares. I was in Harrods yesterday and someone tried to rob someone's watch in the middle of the store. I walk around with six full-grown... I have a security team of six full-grown men, plus me and my brother, eight military-age males all over 110 kilos, mm. big men, just so I can walk around this city. It's absolutely unacceptable. What about the issue of race? And I mentioned that in the context of the... Harry and Meghan, ongoing debate, their war with the royal family, war against the monarchy, their specific uh, constant 
Um, I had no idea that London was so unsafe, by the way. But that's utterly ridiculous. Referencing to the fact that they believe they were driven out of here because of racism in Britain. What do you make of that debate? What a joke. That, that's absolute fallacy. I and you're from a mixed race correct. background yourself. Correct. I'm from a mixed race background myself. And while we're discussing the leaders of the UK, although I do think they're doing a terrible job, it's kind of hard for Meghan to say that the UK is a racist country when the leader of the UK is darker skinned than her and the mayor of London is darker skinned than her. And I am a person who's probably darker skinned than her. And I've never experienced any kind of bigotry against myself besides the fact I'm a straight male. I'll get bigotry for that before I'll get bigotry for my skin color. There you go. I think it's just a cop out and her not wanting to be perspicacious and self-reflective enough to understand that she's an asshole and acts like an asshole and people don't like her because of it. He has attacked an age-old institution, and there are people who are very patriotic about that institution. And by attacking it and bringing a degree of distaste to it, there's going to be people who don't like her. And if you're a dislikable person, you can't just instantly stand up and say it's because of my skin color. It might because, be because of your actions and some of the things you Literally. Said. I mean, I think it's probably no doubt she's had racism on social media because it's... Who a hasn't, it's a, it's, a, it's a cesspool. You probably have. Well, as I said just now, I've had death threats on social media and no, no one... Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, I've watched a bunch of uh, Jordan Peterson videos. I mean, as you know, if you watch my channel at all, I have like 50 of them or 60 or something. Anyway. And on there, he says that it's actually much more likely in 2024 and, you know, in the modern age to have, uh, you know, psychopaths online, right? Because they're not stopped from doing their bad behavior, right? They, uh, because they can hide behind a wall of anonymity. So you're more likely to receive these, you know, slanderous, you know, rude, bordering on evil comments because there's no downside to... And, and you know, the people with the loudest voice are the ones that get broadcast, right? It isn't necessarily representative of the, of the total population. No one seemed to care very much. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's probably inarguable. My issue with what they've both been doing is if you're going to make allegations against an institution like the royal family and the monarchy, you've got to actually provide some evidence. You can't just spray gun this thing out there and say, well, somebody was racist. Yeah. <laughs> and airing dirty laundry is never going to be respected by the populace. And being a tattletale is never going to be respected by the populace. And I think the problem with the modern world we're living in is a lot of age-old traditions are being destroyed in real time. It doesn't matter what the tradition is. Most of them are being eroded. And so yeah, it's because we live in a culturally Marxist society, effectively, right? The West is, anyway. Which is, you know, destroy all religion. Because why? Because it doesn't let us control the population. Because it, it works against what we're trying to do, which is follow the state's plan for you. Right, as opposed to God's plan for you is the is the idea. Something like the British royal family, which has been around for a very long time, is an age-old tradition. One of the things holding the UK together, one of mm. the last things we have, to sit and detriment it and to sit and insult it and to give away secrets from inside of it and try and paint a, a negative image of it is going to upset a lot of people. And you have to be big surprise. prepared for that backlash. You can't say I've done things that upset people, but it's nothing to do with what I've done. It's purely because of my skin color. Also, it's kind of ironic that she's doing that because she's not particularly dark skinned. It's kind of funny to sit here, sit here, sit here. I mean, yeah, she's she's more light skinned than than most. Like, like she's more light skinned than some white people. Right. If you consider like Spanish people. Right, she's more light-skinned than some Europeans, which is hilarious that she would say, "I'm getting attacked because of my skin color." It's ridiculous, right? No, so I watch her sit and say, yeah, race, I, race, I, race. I think the truth is, I don't know what. Look, you can say that, I can't. 
Um, the, the reality of it is, I just don't know what the specifics of the racism she says she's had because we've not seen any evidence. The universe is a funny place, Piers. If you're looking for something, you're going to find it, right? When I got canceled, when they attacked me unfairly, lied about me across the entire mainstream media, deleted me from social media so I couldn't defend myself and lied about me repeatedly, I could have stood up and said, it's because I'm brown. I didn't do that. I sat and said, okay, there's people who misunderstand my message. My message is a, is a positive one. People misunderstand me. Let me self-reflect and understand that, yes, perhaps this said a long time ago was said in the wrong way. Perhaps this was misunderstood. Perhaps people don't understand this. I could have just copped out and could have just been refusing to self-reflect on any level and said, it's because I'm brown, that's why they did it. But that's not the immature... <laughs> that's ridiculous, of course. ...way to be as an adult. What did you think of the Jeremy Clarkson... Fiori, where he wrote what well, I think most people, but including him uh, belatedly after he'd published it and written the column, he did make a, an analogy from a Game of Thrones uh, scene, which most people, I think, did find crossed a line and was deeply offensive. I, I think it crossed a line. What do you think? Yeah, I understand why people feel that. But when you attack an institution as old as the British royal family, you're attacking patriotism in and of itself for one of the most respected countries or previously most respected countries on earth and you're going to exactly <laughs> and uh, this is this is what truly saddens me it's it's really sad actually to live in 2024 and have you know have access to history books right because i can read about all the golden ages that i missed you know i just missed them by one generation or two like that's that's all if I had been alive two generations ago, uh, then I would have seen the space race and all that. Nope. Instead, we get this wokest crap. But to be fair, I mean, they had the, you know, the Red Scare and all that. So how much difference is it really? You know, we have this bias where we look back and we're like, everything was so good back then. But I mean, you know, there were bad things back then too. This is our challenge of, of this era i mean they literally had typhoid fever and all that you know like you could get you could get sick and die or you know ridiculous stories like you get one random cut on your face it gets infected and you die like that's not a thing in 2024 but what is a thing is you know oh you didn't call me zizer well that's a hate crime you know like it's absurd right so again the challenge of our time is all these great or once great empires collapsing around us and, and what? Does that mean mass migration? Just accept that your country is becoming a second world country and just deal with it? You know, just watch as the walls crumble around you? Like, you can't do that. Try to rebuild as forces are actively trying to push down on you and prevent you from doing so. Forces that care not about you but about their own selfish ends. It's... Things to think about in 2024. All right. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Tom and Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian. Shout out to you most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Go buy my books at bit.ly slash books. My Patreon is patreon.com slash theheliestblog. And if you'd like some coaching, message me at theheliestblog at gmail.com. That's my email. I'll slot you right in. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you next time.